Hi everyone, this is Austin from the Christian Channel, and today I'm with Dominic from Glorious Heritage. Dominic, welcome to the podcast, and uh, please share with everyone who you are and, and what do you do? Well, thank you, uh, first of all, Austin, for having me on a lot. Uh, my name is Dominic, um, and uh, I, uh, I make Catholic cartoons. So um, I think about, uh, oh my goodness, about two or three years ago, I had the idea to hopefully fill some kind of niche or some need uh, for children's entertainment um, with Catholic content that I really didn't see a lot of other people making, um, especially in, in, in a certain way, right? So I... Um, uh, I, I just kind of had the idea, and um, I ran it by my wife, and so we're off and running, basically. That's how we've been doing it, yeah. Yeah, I, I found you guys on Instagram. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I said, wow, these are really cute cartoons. I wonder, because I thought they were shorts. I thought, oh, maybe some guy made a few shorts. But if, if you dig a little deeper, you actually produce... Uh, really great storytelling and cartoons about the saints. And one saint in particular, well, uh, Pope Pius X, uh, that was the one that stood out to me. Um, so how did you get involved in the animations and what inspired you to get involved in these projects? Um, well, seven years ago, I, uh, I, I quit my job um, when my, my wife started making a lot of money at home out, out of the blue. Uh, and I was able to retire, and um, I started a project with Catholic history online. And um, I had to kind of like, I had to learn basically from scratch how to do animation. I learned a little bit of 3D, um, a lot of editing, just a lot of things you don't realize you have to know to make a video. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and I was doing that, seven, so I'm building, building those skills um, over the last uh, seven years. And um, we, my family, we have, we have five boys, uh, ages 17 down to uh, six, excuse me. and. Um, so, um, you know, uh, children's um, entertainment and children's content is always in my brain, always in my, my head. And um, I just kind of thought, well, you know, I mean, my, my wife and I, would, we used to always say, we still do, we wish there was, you know, this kind of Catholic entertainment, this kind of Catholic content for our kids. We don't, we don't see these particular things we're looking for. And so, you know, the light bulb kind of came on in my head, over my head, and, and I thought, well, why don't I make them? <laughs> so um, that's, that's the impetus there. Um, Pope St. Pius X, I mean, that one in particular... Um, that one, I, I love that one. Um, not the cartoon per se, but I love the idea of making a cartoon for him because um, there's there's literally nothing about him. You can't, I can't find anything about him for children. I don't think I, I don't think I did. I looked pretty hard, and so he's very important. Um, he railed against modernism, um, wrote encyclicals about it, and you know we see that around us today. So I thought, well, kids should know about that, you know. So uh, that's that's where that one came from. So, yeah. It was it was so uh, joyful to watch your movies last night and Propius, yeah, yeah, and 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 you know you as a as a producer and and making a TV show a live action show about the Crusades. I also saw that you made the first Crusades in a full length. Uh, I would say like a like a mini movie about a forty forty six minute forty five minute runtime movie that uh, is very entertaining. Do you, do you mind sharing with us about? Thank you. No, uh, so that was that's the biggest one I ever did, and um, it's just one of those topics that you know there's not a lot of kids literature on. You have books from the 1950s and 60s that you'll find some Crusades, and and sometimes you'll find stuff about the Crusades, but it's always watered down or it kind of misses the misses the reason why they were over there. Um, there's a lot of political correctness that gets kind of thrown into a lot of the new stuff. So I thought, well, this would be another one to, to touch upon, um, but. Um, I, I think I bit off more than I could chew with that one. I, you know, I, I had all these grandiose ideas about, you know, these 
these uh, uh, all this this storytelling, and you start you start realizing, oh my goodness, this is going to be like a month long, two month long project. Um, so um, ugh, that was a long one. Um, I scaled down the um, there's there's so many characters in the first crusade. Um, I had to scale it back a bit because um, you know a kids cartoon has to be simple and easily easily digestible um, for them. You don't want to have like a, a war and peace style novel for them to digest. Um, so. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed making it. Um, I have a lot of great voice actors who um, I've made friends with over the last uh, two years, and um, uh, it's 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 been going great. I mean, I have a long way to go. I can tell. Um, you know, you make your first cartoon, you think this is the best one ever, and then you start seeing it through not your own eyes, but through other people's eyes, and you go, oh, oh boy, I better like you know uh, polish this part up, or I need oh my my audio is not very good, and oh look at look at that play like that action and that scene was horrible. Anyway. Um, Hopefully, I'm covering your question. I'm just kind of talking a lot, but uh. what makes your cartoons different, and I really enjoyed it, was was really the storytelling and how simple it is for a child to consume content about Pope Pius X in very catechesis. I mean, uh, not not a lot of Catholics go to catechism, and I think this is such a um, why don't you explain it better for us? Like the for people who haven't seen your cartoon, can you just walk us through what a typical uh, glorious heretic cartoon looks like? I would love to. Yeah. Um, well, so it's kind of geared towards I want to say maybe kids. I'm just saying maybe five to twelve, maybe fifteen. I mean, you, know, you can kind of in that age range there. And um, I, I try to use a lot of bright colors, and um, I keep the um, the dialogue relatively simple. I don't want to dumb it down too much, but I, you know you, you have to make it so the kids can grab it. Um, so um, so that's important. And then I'll always pick um, uh, one or two concepts to, to kind of you know weave through the story so they can understand just that one concept. Um, um, in the in the story of Pope Saint Pius X, I, I stuck on the, the idea of heresy and modernism since those ones are very catechetical. Um, they're not talked about too much anymore. Um, they, they are in some circles, I should say, but, um, you know, Catholics need to hear more about them, I think, especially the kids. Um, and then um, I also employ uh, a, a character I call Mrs. Charity. And so Mrs. Charity is the homeschooling uh, mom in front of a blackboard. Um, or she could be a teacher. I don't say she's, she doesn't have to be homeschooling, but, you know, we homeschool. So, you know, that's what I imagine her to be. Um, but anyway, um, and she will um, stop the cartoon at various times and just kind of break down on her chalkboard a little bit about the more dense concepts that the cartoon's trying to convey. So um, that, that's one kind of like a mnemonic. Is it a mnemonic device? I don't, I don't know what that's called, but it's some kind of gimmick that that we use to kind of like, you know, uh, help the children to um, grab some of the concepts a little better. Um, we don't try to overdo it with um, with the characters, um, you know. Just maybe have like a handful, maybe a half dozen to a dozen, maybe per cartoon, mm. and then. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically the that's the structure in my mind. I mean, you know, it's it's hard because um, I just started doing this um, on my own, and so a lot of it's intuitive. I don't know if it's good or bad. I just do it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I need to get better at marketing. I think to, you know, kind of explaining things better. But uh, I'm getting there, right? So you can't do everything at once. But, well, I, I love your writing style. I, I love to add on to that. So um, if you have children at home, I think the 
my opinion, the perfect demographic would be homeschool parents who uh, want to catechize their children a little earlier than their typical catechesis, maybe like a five-year-old or a six-year-old who's kind of comprehending, oh, well, this is what uh, intercession means. You had an episode where you explained the intercession of the Virgin Mary. And uh, actually, I haven't even heard of this apparition in France. Do you do you mind sharing one of your episodes? I loved it. I Because I... Cause I I love the Virgin Mary and I love hearing stories about apparitions. Like I've never even heard of that one. He, she's in Mexico a few times. She's here in Lourdes, she's in Vietnam. So tell us uh, what happened in one of your cartoons. Why don't you share with us the name of the cartoon and, and, and tell us about the apparition and a little bit more about that episode. Love to. Uh, so yeah, in 2019, my family got to go. We went on a, um, my wife and kids went on a pilgrimage to France. We went to Lourdes and, and La Salette and Ars, St. John Vianney. Anyway, so um, one of the places we went to was, it's a little town called Pont-Maine in France. Our Lady, it's Our Lady of Pont-Maine. It's a, in 1870, uh, this little village of France was about to be overtaken by the Prussian army. That was the, uh, maybe it was 1871, but it was the year of the Franco-Prussian War. And the Prussians, were now the modern-day Germans, were, were kind of pillaging and rampaging through northern France. And this little village was right in the way. So um, uh, the, the village was, um, was praying. I'm sure they were praying the rosary quite a bit. Anyway, so uh, one night, um, some of the children, two children, saw Our Lady in the sky. The, the adults could not see her. Uh, and they never could throughout the whole apparition. But um, they ended up believing the children. Anyway, so Our Lady appeared. And um, she simply, she didn't say anything. But uh, a banner appeared at her feet, and um, it said, um, Pray, my children. God will answer your prayers in a little while. My son lets himself be touched. So you know, that message has just resonates with me all the time. Um, um, you know, a little while is scalable. <laughs> you know, a little while can be five years. It could be 10 minutes. Um, it depends on the nature of the problem you're praying for, I think. But um, it just reminds me constantly that Our Lady is always in the background. And, and, and you know, she's, she's there all the time. Um, and to go to her and to pray to her, and she will always go to her son. It's so I, I mean, it's just a, it's a timeless message. It's very simple, um, and so I, I thought it's a great one for children. And the colors are great too. The colors are great because she she came in a in a, in a blue uh, blue gown with white for yellow stars, and she had this, this nice beautiful uh, blue frame around her, which is kind of hard to explain. But um, so the colors are great. So I thought it's a great one for children. And a red crucifix appears in her hand. So this bright red crucifix is there too. So it's. It was great. I thought it was a great children's cartoon. So that's that's. And that then the the Germans or the Prussians they they saw her and they were like, "Hey guys, this is bad. We gotta go." And so they they you know the village was saved because of the you know because of Our Lady. That that's and she she appears in so many parts of history. You have Our uh, Our Lady of Victory and with the Battle of Ponto and oh yeah. That's a that's a cartoon for the future. Oh, right, for that, sure. that leads that yeah. leads to my next question. Uh, <laughs> what are three movies or cartoons you wish or plan on doing in the future? Uh, so I got a list about this big, right? But um, some of the big ones, I, I definitely want to get to things. So in my mind, I mean, I, the reason I started this was because of history. I, uh, we we have to know history, and intertwined in that history are these apparitions of Our Lady, are the saints. Um, are, um, is theology, like, you know, the, what modernism is and heresy. So that's all part of the history. So you, you really can kind of do a cartoon about some aspect of Catholic history and bring out of it catechesis and bring out of it all kinds of more devotion, more piety. You can bring all these things out. 
Um, but um, history was my, my thought, first of all. Anyway, so um, because of that, one of the things in my mind that I think Catholic children really need to understand that I don't think they know, I don't, I don't see anything for them to, to understand it with. I don't see any cartoons or a lot of books. Is the pro, is Martin Luther, like where, what's, what's, what's up with him? And who are, what are these Protestant churches everywhere? And how, how do we understand them, right? So, I, I mean, you know, parents will explain that to their children, I know, but, but it'd be nice to have a cartoon about it, I thought, you know? So, I mean, the, the, again, the imagery is very vivid. You know, Martin Luther goes up to the door and he bangs the thesis of 99 on, on, the, on the, there's a lot, there's a lot of imagery there that I want to have. So that's, that's one of them. Um, another one would be the, um, the Battle of Lepanto is a, is a, is a brilliant one. I, you know, it's, I, I have to get better at my action sequences, but um, that would be, that'd be a great one. And then, um, I have so many. I mean, um, Saint Philomena would be a, a wonderful one to do. Or um, I, I, I like to dabble in some of the more obscure parts of Catholic history that are very important. And I, I thought something maybe like the Lateran Treaty. I don't know how good that, I can, if I can make that palatable for kids in a cartoon. But but where did Vatican City come from? Why is there a Vatican City? Right? Is, has it always been that way? And what was it before? So um, that's something that I, I want to address in that cartoon, like the, the Papal States, because they they were so central to the Holy See that um, they were there forever. And in 1870, they were taken away. Uh, and for 70 years, the church had no land there. The popes had no land. And then in 1929, Mussolini signs a Lateran Treaty. So I have to figure out a way to get that into a format, to write that into a format for children. I think I might be able to do it. I don't think it would be very popular, but I kind of want to do it anyway. Um, so anyways, those, those are some ideas I'm throwing around. So with your animations, um, do you have a back? I mean, I've worked with animators in the past that, that worked on, uh, you know, 2D animations. Uh, is there a technology you're using or because well, you said you just started using animation. Is there, what tools are you using uh, to help? And what, um, do you see yourself like producing like higher end content? And if so, like where's the future of Worry's heritage? Oh boy, I would love it. Um, I would love to be able to do this for a living. Um, but, um, so right now I'm using Adobe Suite oh, okay. products. So yeah, I, I'll draw them on Adobe Illustrator. I use a character animator for some of the scenes and I'll also use animate Adobe animate for some other ones. And then I put it all together in Adobe After Effects, and I'll and kind of that's my final composition uh, program, um, which I know it shouldn't be. <laughs> I know it should be like Premiere Pro, but I mean I just refuse to use that. <laughs> anyway, so then, but 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 I mean I, I have dabbled in some 3D stuff. Um, uh, Adobe has some plugins for um, 3D animation that I've been using in other other projects that, are, that aren't just cartoon project. But um, so I've, I've messed around with Blender a little bit, um, which is a 3D um, rendering uh, and design uh, software. Um, I'm trying to get my older boys to learn it for me, um, so um, so we'll see. I mean, but I would love to do that. I would love to pull in some some 3D. I mean, I have to design them in 3D and rig them in 3D, uh, and there's a lot to learn there. Um, but um, I would love to be able to do that. I, I don't think it'll be it, – it can't be that good right away. I mean, I just know that these companies like Pixar, they have teams and yes. teams of, of animators. I can't even imagine how much work goes into that, but – um, so, I mean, I, I don't know, but there are a lot of like, every, every time I look on the internet, there's like some new kind of, uh, shortcut program for animation. There's always something I'm like, you know, AI is going to do something. So, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe in the future it might be easier to make some kind of 3d program. Um, at the very least though, if I don't get into 3d, um, you know, in, in, in the near future, what I would like to do is kind of, um, uh, I'd like to polish up the 2d animation. Uh, I'm going to put more, um, more moving parts into the, into the characters, um, for instance, maybe have some of the facial expressions be a little more complicated. 
um, and uh, maybe the fingers can be separately animated. So there's there's some things like that that I want to do. Um, I also want to step back and do a redesign of my uh, of my faces and hands. Um, you know, I, I did them when I first started, and you know, you're trying to market and produce and animate and draw everything all at once, so you can't focus. But you know, once it gets rolling a little bit, I can step back and take a month off and just kind of redraw some of the some of the pieces. Um, watch some watch some tutorials about animating styles and techniques. So there's those are all my plans for betterment um, in the future. But uh, so uh, as of now, I just want to pump out some content, and I'm I'm very happy that I've gotten some positive responses. You know, quite a bit. And um, so I'm very encouraged to keep on going. So it's, I do want to keep on Absolutely. going. Absolutely. And I think your vision for the future for Glorious Heritage and, can, and your drive and your passion to tell these stories, you know, you could always go back and refine them and make them better. And I, I think, um, you know, I, I am certainly a big fan of yours. And I, I, I think I, I really, I, I know I'm serious because it's, it's, yeah. it's, the animation is just a small detail. It's actually really, really hard to do what you're doing with the storytelling. And I think that's what I want my audience to understand at the Christian Channel is that movies are in, in episodes and TV series are really driven by the stories. And, you know, um, the, your writing style is so uh, easy to consume for a child or somebody new to the Catholic faith that, you know, maybe comes from an evangelical background says, wow, that was so simple. I understand uh, heresy or, or modernism. What does this mean? So I really enjoy your storytelling. And I know um, when you do get a little bit more popular and you monetize and you're all over the place, I think the, the, the financing will go ahead and support your mission. Um, so my last question. I hope so. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, where can listeners find you online? Uh, great. Uh, sure. Uh, first of all, thank you for those compliments. I mean, my goodness. Um, uh, I really appreciate it because, you know, I live in an echo chamber. I mean, it's, it's just me and my family. I don't know how these are being. So I really, really appreciate that. That was great. And so anyway, so thank you. And then uh, where can they find me online? Um, we got a website. So we have uh, GloriousHeritageCartoons.com. That's, you know, www.GloriousHeritageCartoons.com. And then on YouTube. So Glorious Heritage, you ought to find us on YouTube. We've got a Facebook page. Again, just look for Glorious Heritage Catholic Cartoons. You'll find us there. And then um, Instagram, again, you know, Glorious Heritage. So it's, you know, pretty much find us in all those spots. Um, and uh, drop us a question, email, suggestion. Um, we're looking for more voice talents always. So, you know, uh, you, can, you can go under our website and find that. Oh, and also um, uh, we have books too. So um, if you're, you know, I, I make books that are supplementary to the cartoons that go into more detail than the cartoons do. So the idea would be that the children would watch the cartoon and they get the framework to understand more details in the book. So, you know, they, they go, oh, yeah, I know who he is now. I know he was the bad guy and I know what they did. And they can go into the book and they can find little more details about it. So that's something that uh, we also offer. Anyway, so um, hopefully oh, my wife's calling me. I'm sorry. One second. OK. All right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, thank you again for having me on and uh, for putting my cartoons on your uh, your channel. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that. no worries. So uh, you could go on YouTube and find his his uh, shows there. And then if you want to see like his, you know, longer video content, like the First Crusade and um, what's another one? The Sacred Heart, right? St. Margaret Mary and the Sacred Heart. That's on the Christian channel. So you could find us there. You could watch uh 
it's a subscription on Roku. You can find us at thechristianchannel.com. All right. Thank you, Dominic. This was such a wonderful podcast, and I'm really looking forward to your next cartoons. Oh, thanks, Austin. I, I really appreciate it. Thank no you. No worries. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.